When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. You're listening to Happer and Schaefer on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. All right, Connor Happer, Mike Schaefer back with you here on Happer and Schaefer. Always feel free to call or text at 402-464-5685. Also streaming on video. It's Harder Hammond Jewelers video stream. You can find us on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch at 93.7 The Ticket there. Let's talk some Ohio State, as we have really failed to do very much this year with all the other, or this week with all the other kind of stuff going on. But Ohio State ranked number five in the initial college football playoff uh, ranking two nights ago. And for more on the Buckeyes, we head to Dave Biddle of Buck Nuts, who joins us on the Hunt of Lincoln Hotline. Good morning, Dave. Good morning, guys. Good to be with you. Um. So, what has changed for Ohio State after since starting a little slow? Um, losing to Oregon, obviously. Um, what's what's the biggest thing that's changed since then? Well, uh, they've gotten better defensively, but um, they haven't really been tested by you know a great offense yet. They've had you know they face backup quarterbacks, um, you know, and Penn State. Um, while Clifford played, he was less than 100 percent last week and still threw for over 300 yards against this Buckeye defense. So they have improved. I still don't think they've improved enough. Um, for Ohio State to get to where they want to be, but um, they have improved. Matt Barnes has taken over. He doesn't have the title of defensive coordinator, but he is the defensive coordinator. Um, Terry Combs was demoted midseason, and I give Ryan Day, you know, credit for uh, you know having the guts to do that. That's a tough move to make, but um, so you know they've gotten better defensively. Certainly, um, I think they've gotten better offensively as well. Um, you know, the offense. It wasn't just on the defense in that Oregon game. It was mostly on the defense, but um, the offense struggled in short yardage. The offense struggled um, fourth down situations in general. So the offense has gotten better, but uh, still, it's going to be a tough stretch of games for them. Dave, with with C.J. Stroud, obviously Ohio State's been blessed with the, the quarterbacks it's had throughout the years, really, uh, throughout the last decade or so. Where does Stroud kind of fall for you at this point in time in terms of what he can bring to the offense and, and how he might compare to to kind of the quarterbacks you've been accustomed to watching for the Buckeyes. Yeah, so he, this is his second year in college. So I'll compare him to Justin Fields. I mean, he's not as far as long as Justin Fields was uh, his second year. So Fields' first year at Ohio State would have been 2019. Um, you know, so he's kind of like um, he's got some Dwayne Haskins in his game. He doesn't. He's no threat to run, even though he's more mobile than Haskins and I think if he did run, he'd be more effective than Haskins, but he's shown no willingness to run, um, both when he's scrambling, and they don't do any called quarterback runs, so I, I imagine the, the coaches are basically telling him not to run um, to protect him, and because they got a lot of weapons, but 
still, they're going to need to mix in some some called quarterback runs just to keep the defense honest, and he's going to need to scramble and take up those cheap first downs that we all know can just break the backs of, of defenses. He's not doing that right now. So he's kind of almost, I don't even say like a cross between like uh, Fields and Haskins because he's, um, he's definitely more like Haskins than Fields. But um, he continues to get better and better and better. Um, you know, he was he struggled at times against Penn State, but that's a heck of a defense. Uh, he's very accurate. That, that's his calling card. He's very accurate with the ball. Um, and this he, he's in a perfect situation for a quarterback, guys. He really is because this Ryan Day offense is very quarterback friendly. He's got a very good group of wide receivers to throw to, a good offensive line, which was supposed to be a great offensive line, but it's playing more like a good offensive line. And he's got a really good group of, of running backs led by Travion Henderson. So uh, it's a really good situation for a quarterback to be in. Um, he's not as far along as Justin Fields was at the same stage, but he's still really good. I still think he's going to be first team all Big Ten quarterback, but um, uh, he still has a ways to get better, though. It, this is going to sound insane. But is there any chance of a Jalen Hurts like situation when he was down at Alabama and he was the quarterback for a brief time, led them to a bunch of success, but ultimately got supplanted because there was more talented player behind him in Tagovailoa? Ohio State's quarterback room is really deep. They're not going to be able to keep all of these guys. How how have you kind of like watched that unfold? And and do you think that's a thing that could happen here, or am I a little out over the skis with that? It's just, it's going to be fascinating to follow um i I do think cj stroud's going to hold on to that job he's going to and he'll be the starting quarterback next year and then if he comes back for a fourth year i do think he's um the best they've got and but i do think two of the guys that they have two of the four scholarship quarterbacks that they have will transfer after this year is my guess um whoever you know cj stroud will come back and then whoever is kind of that number two probably kyle mccord would also come back i'm guessing um Especially if there's a year between McCord and Stroud that helps. So in that in that scenario, Jack Miller, who's in the same class as Stroud, would transfer right now. He's a third string, and then of course Quinn Ewers, who's the fourth string, the, the young man that should still be in high school but reclassified. Um, he's the fourth string. hasn't played at all this year. Um, I, I, I would say he's a strong candidate to transfer. You know, and Jack Miller. I mean, my guess right now is C.J. Stroud comes back next year. Kyle McCord comes back. Um, they find a quarterback late in the 2020 or 2022 class that would be maybe they can steal the quarterback from right here in Ohio that's right number one in the country by uh, 24/7 Sports. Uh, Drew uh, Drew Aller who's committed to Penn State, but I think that would entail um, James Franklin leaving. I don't think he would decommit from Penn State and commit to Ohio State unless unless James Franklin left, which is obviously a possibility. So yeah, it's going to be fascinating to follow. I do think um, I don't think C.J. Stroud is going to get the Jalen Hurts treatment, but. Um, because I don't think I don't think the guys behind him are, are you know are going to be better than him. Now McCord has a chance, but he's you know I, I still think next year and the year after that Stroud will be better than him. So I'll say no, he's not going to get uh, the Jalen Hurts treatment. But uh, it's going to be fun to follow, guys. Has it has it just not clicked for for Ewers, or uh, is it too early to tell, or what's the kind of situation with him? Man, it's it's so hard to tell because we don't get to see practice. We, they open up a good amount of practices to us um, during preseason camp, but he wasn't really doing much. In fact, he didn't even join the team um, right away. Um, it's hard to say. I mean, I'm sure there's like a, a myriad of factors, and one of them is that you know he he got here in August and he's trying to catch up. He should be playing high school football right now, and he's right. trying to play um, really with grown men, um, you know, comparatively speaking. So I don't know. And there's also some talk. I I you know I don't get into, into the scouting part of it, but there, there was also some talk. Maybe he was a little overrated, um, 
and and he's competing against some really good guys as well. So I, I, there's a number of factors at play. He's just I, I would say it's mostly he's just not ready. You know, maybe he jumped the gun a little bit here. Um, it was one of the situations where behind closed doors, Ohio State was not exactly thrilled about it. They wanted him just to you know hmm. stay in the 2022 class. He was going to enroll early anyway in January. They, they thought that was early enough, but they. They also, so they didn't like it, but they also weren't going to be silly enough to tell him, no, you can't do it, and then he just would have been, okay, I'll just go somewhere else then. You know, one right. of the hundred other programs that will let me do it, I'll just, you know, go there. So, we'll see. Maybe he'll stick around. I don't know. It just all, all signs are pointing. And when Ryan Day's asked about him, he never talks him up that much. It's always like, yeah, he's, he's trying to find out what's still where the bathroom is and stuff like that. You know, <laughs> he's still learning how to be a college student. So, I don't know. I, I To me, I'm just spitballing here, like, to me, there's a lot of signs pointing to Quinn Ewers transferring after the season. I mean, I've not heard that from inside sources. That's just, that's just me spitballing, but I'd be surprised if he's here next year. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Interesting. Dave Biddle of Bucknuts is with us talking to Ohio State. This collection of wide receivers, Wilson, Smith and Jigba and Olave, where does this rank even from what you've seen at Ohio State? I think most assume it's the best kind of trio in the country. Yeah, it's it's definitely the best that have come through Ohio State. And there, there have been some really good like wide receiving, you know, trios, you know, like uh, San Antonio Holmes, Anthony Gonzalez, Ted Ginn Jr. were all on the same team in 2005. They were all starters, all future first round. NFL draft picks, and I would put this group ahead of them, uh, the top three, um, as you mentioned, with in whatever order, Chris Olave, Garrett Wilson, Jeff, Jackson Smith, and Jigba. And then so their the top three is the best that have come through Columbus, and I do believe it's the best in college football right now. Um, and then <laughs> well, where, I, where I just can't get over this wide receiving core is they've got guys that I think are really, really good right now, even though they're young, that normally would be playing a lot. They're playing a lot of true freshmen. This is the most true freshman that Ohio State's ever played by far. Uh, but they have wide receivers like specifically Marvin Harrison Jr. and Emeka Buker that are really good right now as true freshmen. They can barely see the field because these three guys ahead of them are all future first-round picks. Um, they're they're legit. It, it's I, and even though Ginn Gonzalez and, and Holmes was a really good trio, I, I don't even think it's that close. Which is compared yeah. to these three, which is crazy because all three of those guys were first-round picks, like I said. Yeah. Um, but yeah, these, these, this is a special, special group. Brian Hartline does a great job at both. At coaching up the wide receivers, you can see when he took over, like the route running got better, and now he's got his guys in there. And he's, I think, he's the best recruiter at that position in college football. And um, not that I've scouted every uh, a wide receiver coach, but he's got to be one of the best technicians as far as coaching up wide receivers. There, yeah, that's an impressive, impressive uh, group right there. That's the strength of the team. There's no doubt about it. What have you heard from Ohio State and, and Ryan Day about Nebraska? I mean, they're they're three and six. They enter this game with a ton of questions about their own future. 
coming off of uh, really questionable, inexplicable losses losses to to Purdue and Minnesota. What, what have you heard from Ohio State as they discuss Nebraska? Because it sits in an interesting point for the Ohio State schedule. Yeah, they've Brian Day was talking them up a lot, saying, you know, this is you can look at the three and six record, but or you could look at the film. He said that many many times, and he he said. The film, to me, he didn't put a he didn't put a record on it. But he said the film, to me, you know, they look like a good team. You know, almost like he was saying like, they look like a six and three team, not a three and six team on film. That's not a, an exact quote, but he kept saying, just watch the film. This is not a three and six team. That all their losses by you know one score, and you know they could have won all those games. So um, they know Nebraska is dangerous. I think a lot of people were surprised. So Ohio State was favored by nineteen and a half over Penn State. And then the spread came out. People were wondering what it's going to be against Nebraska. It's 15. It might have even drop since then. It might even be lower. People are like, what's going on here? It's like, Nebraska's better than you guys think. <laughs> you can't just look at the, at the record. So Ohio State realizes that. And I, this is a tricky game for Ohio State because it's on the road. Um, Nebraska gets after it. The fans get after it. And maybe it helps Ohio State it's not a night game. Um, and eventually Nebraska's going to win. Like you guys following them probably think it's ever going to happen, right? Eventually they're going to win one of these one-score games. Ohio State needs to hope it's not this week, but they think uh, Nebraska's a very dangerous team. There's no doubt about it. Is this, uh, I mean, two years, I guess, what, 2018, three years ago, Nebraska went up there and, and kept that game close. Does this team, uh, Ohio State, seem vulnerable at all to you, especially where the game sits at this point in the season, what's up ahead for the Buckeyes, are, are they at all like susceptible to potentially losing this game, given what you just said? I think it's definitely a possibility because it's, I mean, even just looking at the point spread, it's only supposed to be a two-score game. And again, Nebraska's going to break through eventually, and this would be, you know, this could, this could be a game that could save Scott Frost's job. Who knows? It definitely would be his marquee win. So, and again, this is not, you know, they're not some huge, huge underdog. They're, uh, they're a good team that's, just been on the wrong end of some close scores, as you guys know. So um, the difference with 2018, that was Urban's last year, and there was just, not just because of what happened off the field, I mean, that's why, well, that's what caused it, but there just was some dysfunction that year. They got it together in the Michigan game that year. They got it together in the Rose Bowl, but, like, there, during the regular season, there was just, there was dysfunction. And Ryan Day seems to, even though he's not Urban Meyer, he seems to do a better job of keeping the guys focused. Um, so... I'd be surprised if they're looking past Nebraska, but still, Nebraska is a dangerous team, and so gotcha. I don't know. Um, I, I see the comparisons of 2018 to a degree, but with that being Urban's last year, and, and he knew it. He knew that was his last year. I remember asking him that year, guys, like, are you going to be the coach uh, at Ohio State next year? And he said, yeah, I'll be coaching next year. <laughs> are you, you going to be the coach at Ohio State next year? He said, yeah. And, and he's sheepish as possible. <laughs> Urban Meyer usually is not sheepish unless he gets caught on video doing something. <laughs> then he might be sheepish when talking to me. Usually he's very confident. And I'll never forget that. So um, I think Ryan Day is going to have his guys ready for Nebraska, knowing that they're good. But um, still, like I said, I keep saying Nebraska, to me, I agree with, with Ryan Day. They're a good team. I've seen them play enough this year. They're a bad luck team, but they're a good team. One last thing for you here. You, and I, it's kind of along the same lines of the C.J. Stroud question, but I think it it could prompt a little bit different answer. Travion Henderson, to me, looks really, really good. Ohio State has had no shortage of great running backs. Freshman, how how good do you think this guy's going to be by the time he finishes his career with the Buckeyes? He he does seem special. And, you know, I, I do think if he stays healthy, he's going to be one of the best running backs to come through here. And I know that's a bold statement. There have been some really good running backs that have come through here, but there's just something about him, and you wonder when a guy comes in number one running back in a country, but and his film looked great, but it's like he was playing against 
Now, there's good high school football in Virginia, as everybody knows, but he was playing like you know, kind of small school. Um, the competition wasn't that good. Every highlight is him just running away from everybody for a touchdown. So you wonder, uh, well, how, how good is he going to be? Okay, he has the speed. He's going to be tough enough. I'm telling you, this guy has, has everything, and he's just going to get stronger. His forte is not running through the, between the tackles, but he's more than willing to do it and, and good at it. But he's a home run hitter like they haven't had in a long time. Um, and they can swing the ball out to him out of the backfield. He's a home run hitter, and he can take it the distance at any point. Penn State did a good job of bottling him up for a while, and then he, then he eventually broke a long win, and you kind of see it coming. And part of the problem there, Penn State showed absolutely no respect for C.J. Stroud's ability to run because C.J. Stroud showed no willingness to run. They were right. crashing on the running back every time. But to answer your question, he... He looks. He's he's got it all. I mean, he's he's driven. That's the number one thing. And he's like a, you know, he loves football, um, and he's got the speed. But he's the thing that, that surprises me is he's he's more physical than I thought. You know, he's not a small back. He's what five ten two fifteen is what they list him as. Um, but um, he, he runs even bigger than that. Even though speed is his forte. So yeah, he's if he stays healthy, the sky's the limit for him. No doubt about it. Dave, just one more for you. Do, do you like how it sets up here in the in the final? Um, four games of the regular season for Ohio State, and then obviously the Big Ten Championship game. You come in at, at number five in the first playoff rankings. Are you still kind of, con- I mean, definitely control your destiny with the last two being against Michigan State and Michigan? Yeah, I, I think it's fun. There's no doubt about that. And, and I do think that they, I, it surprised me. I predicted that they'd be seventh in the uh, initial playoff rankings. I thought Cincinnati um, would be ahead of, ahead of them. Now I think Ohio State would be favored by double digits over the Bearcats on a neutral field. So that surprised me. So I thought the committee, uh, you know, putting Ohio State fifth, they definitely control their own destiny. If they went out, I, I, I definitely think they're going to, especially with Michigan State being ranked ahead of them, being one of the teams that's the four in. Now initially, it's funny, guys. Initially coming into the year, I was thinking, okay, well, you know, playing Michigan State the week before Michigan, that's probably good for Ohio State because Michigan State's going to be the worst team in the Big Ten East. <laughs> Me not knowing what the heck I'm talking about. <laughs> Michigan State is – I can't believe Michigan State is sitting there uh, at 8-0 and, and looking legit. So playing Michigan State and Michigan back-to-back, that is, that's tough, especially coming off two games that are going to be tough with Nebraska. And then Purdue is also a decent team. Yeah. So that's a tough stretch. It's fun. Um, they do control their own destiny, but that is a gauntlet. That's a gauntlet of games right there. So it's going to be – hey, that's what, no, that's what November's for, so it's going to be fun. Big-time football. All right, Dave, uh, we'll let you go. Uh, enjoy your trip out to Lincoln, and we'll talk later. Thanks, fellas. I appreciate it. That's Dave Biddle of Bucknuts.com, the Ohio State 24-7 sports site. Um, really good rundown of where yeah. Ohio State's – yeah, those last four games, at Nebraska, Purdue, Michigan State at home, at Michigan – and a Big Ten championship game, and you got to go five and zero to get to the, to get to the playoff, and that's a tough five and zero. I don't think they're going to do it. I don't know if they are either. I mean, it. I don't. I don't really know. Right here today, November whatever fourth, the calendar tells me. Thank you. Uh, I don't know who I think is going to be the Big Ten East representative. Cincinnati hopes nobody. I, I kind of. I think Michigan State's going to do it. Oh wow! I do. Okay. Interesting. I'm All right. out on a very weird island. Let's uh, let's sit on that one yeah. for a couple minutes and round things out next. More of Happer and Shaper is coming your way on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.